Hello, and welcome to the fifth episode of The Life of Conspiracies. And today's topic is going to be about John Lennon. Most people know John Lennon. He was a part of the very famous UK group, The Beatles. We're going to go over how he got murdered and how he came to be. So, yeah. So, we're going to start when The Beatles first became a group and until they ended. So, they became a group in 1956. And they stopped in 1966. And it was Ringo Starr, George Harrison, John Lennon, and Paul McCartney. The four of them, the Beatles. Most people, their songs are still played very popular today. They're a very popular band. They were very popular, I was in the 60s, when they had their rise up. Because they were a band from late 50s to late 60s. And how the band started, so John Lennon met Paul McCartney at a Quarrymen's second performance, and it was held in Walton at St. Peter's Church. John Lennon had asked Paul McCartney to join the band. Because John Lennon, he started it. The group was established by him in September of 1956. And he formed, he called it a skiffle group. And it was named after the high school that he went to. And then... That was kind of just how that happened. So Paul McCart it was then just Paul McCartney and John. He and then Paul McCartney had recommended that his friend George Harrison could be the lead guitarist, and and he became the lead guitarist. So then after after George, it w- the last one was Ringo, and he joined. I don't really know how Ringo got there. But their manager, Brian Epstein, he had managed them from 1962 until until he died in 1967. And they had no other managers. And they really liked Brian. He kind of let them do what they wanted to do. And after that, Paul McCartney, he had taken over the bass. Because they had an old bass of Stuart Sutcliffe, but he didn't stay on. He was one of John Lennon's friends in high school, and he joined, but he didn't like it. So McCartney took over the bass, and then, and then he, because McCartney was their drummer, so then that's when Ringo came in to be their drummer, and then that completed their whole lineup. So, and that's how they came to be. And they have a bunch of good songs. They have "Love Me," "Please Please Me," but. They have Let It Be, Carry That Way, Golden Slumbers. They have so many good songs. Like, they're a really good band, especially for in the 60s. So that's also just really great in general as well. So there is that. And then after that, there was when they broke up, and then some of them wanted to do solo. I don't. I know John Lennon did. I know Paul McCartney did. I think, I think all of them wanted to do solo work. But then after that, they just all did solo work. And they kind of, like worked with people like John had worked with Paul I think one last time and then um he also worked with Yoko Ono and they had a thing so there was that but that's the whole Beatles thing so now we'll get into his murder which is what this is really about so on December 8th of 1980 John Lennon was found shot and fatally wounded in the archway of the Dakota and this is where he stayed in New York City. 
the person that killed him was Mark David Chapman, and he was a Beatles fan who was jealous and was enraged by um, John Lennon's rich lifestyle. Like, he wanted to live how John Lennon lived. And he made a comment in 1966 that the Beatles were more popular than Jesus. And then he was also inspired... Chapman, the guy, he said that he was inspired by the fictional character Holden Qualified from J.D. Salinger's novel, The Catcher in the Rye. He's kind of a narcissistic kind of guy, if you ask me. Because he killed John Lennon because he wanted to be him, but what was that going to get him? Just, like, if you want to be someone, you have to work up to get there, or else it's just not going to happen. Like, that's just how it works in life. Everyone knows that. And this guy, he didn't just do it. He planned on killing him for several months, and he had, like, waited for John Lennon at the Dakota of that morning. Like, he was sitting out there waiting for him. Like, he, it was in the morning when he started waiting for him, and it wasn't until, like, later in the afternoon. He, um, well, early in the evening, later in the afternoon, that he finally killed him. But he didn't, like, kill him automatically. He had John Lennon sign a copy of um, his album, Double Fantasy, and then... Once he saw him, he had to go do something for a recording. And then that was when John and then Yoko Ono, his wife at the time, wife, had returned. And then when they were walking into the Dakota, Chapman had approached the entrance and then he shot five shots at him with a thirty-eight special revolver. And four of them hit John in the back and then he was rushed to the Roosevelt Hospital in a police car and was pronounced dead at 11.15 p.m. at age 40. There was, like, a crowd gathered at the Roosevelt Hospital, and at least three Beatles fans died by suicide from that. So, and then he was cremated, and then there was a funeral, and then Ono's wife requested 10 minutes of silence around the world. And then um, Chapman was uh, pleaded guilty of murdering Lennon, and he gave a sentence of 20 years to life, and he's been denied parole 12 times since he became eligible in 2000, so... He probably won't be getting out anytime soon. He's probably in there for the long run. So, Mark David Chapman, he kind of went around everywhere. He his he first, this security card from Honolulu, Hawaii. Then he had no prior criminal convictions until then, and he wished to model his life after, um, the Catch in the Rye, the guy that he wanted to be that protagonist, and he. And like I was saying, he claimed that he was enraged how rich John was. He wanted his lifestyle. He wanted to live how John Lennon lived, which I think that's kind of stupid. But no, he was kind of just a creepy guy. Like, he waited so long for John Lennon just to go kill him and be like, yeah, I want to live your lifestyle, but I'm going to kill you. Like, how does that make sense? I don't really know if you ask me, but... You know, it is what it is. And that's pretty much everything that went on there. So that's going to wrap it up for this episode. And I'll see you next time when we're going to talk about the Titanic and their conspiracies. So see you later.